0: This is the Magic Convention Guide podcast for the 3rd of February 2009. In this episode, Andy Ray talks with Paul Daniels about his upcoming masterclass and appearance at the South Tyneside International Magic Festival.
1: Hi, I'm Paul Daniels, and I'll be attending the South Tyneside Convention. It's all magic, you know, and that's in South Shields. See you there.
2: Today we welcome Paul Daniels to the Magic Convention Guide podcast. Paul, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Go on, Brilliant. To me. Now, you're holding an exclusive masterclass on the 12th of March, the day before the start of the South Tyneside Magic Festival. <laughs> it's not exclusive.
1: You, anybody can buy a ticket.
2: Anyway. <laughs> tell, tell our listeners a little bit about this and what they can hope to get out of an intensive day spent with you.
1: Well it's a, a who' I, it I mean, yes, did you edit that? no, you didn't i'm um, I'm old, you know, oh no, you're not oh, yes, I am. And what happened was over my life, I've picked up all these hints and tips and all the rest of it that have changed my life they've, they've changed the way I think about magic and and what I do when i 'm performing so i 'm looking at my diary and i 'm thinking, hey, it's time to start passing this on. Because too many guys have actually gone from the magic scene and their knowledge has gone with them. Um was a great, great mentor in the world of illusion and all that. He used to make tricks. And I was always onto him, write the book, write the book. And he, he never did. And that's so sad. And it, it, now, as we speak, it looks like poor old Ali. Ali Bongo is I- never going to pass that on. A sad, sad... Sad. A
2: major influence for you, I would imagine?
1: Well, not an influence, uh, an, an advisor, um, uh, particularly in television. He could spot things and say to the director, you can't cut there. The people who think that is a camera trick, which now, sadly, on so many shows, it, it is. <laughs> but he he would prevent that. Uh, and uh, I love the guy dearly. I just thought, you know, there was nobody like Ali. One of the best. So. All that knowledge, as I said to somebody earlier today, is gone. So I've decided to uh, pass on uh, the hints and tips, the right way to use even the most mundane thing, a thumb tip, you know. Mm -hmm. I watch watch amateur magicians, and there's nothing wrong with being an amateur magician because that means I love it, you know. But it's just that they don't handle it properly and they tend to give away the secret. Just from not knowing the right way to handle it, which I picked up years ago. So all that stuff is in there. From, uh, and they can ask me anything. In fact, I think who's running all the day. You know, he's asked people to write down your questions and put them on postcards, and and I, if I can, I'll work my way through as many as I can at speed.
2: Great. And do you see a book following the masterclass?
1: Uh, who oh, don't. Um, That's a sad, sad thing because (laughs) I went on holiday. I took my brand new Hewlett-Packard laptop and wrote it all out. And, uh, you know, well, three quarters of it. And uh, suddenly this computer will not boot up. You have to have a new boot disk. Oh, thank you very much. Because when you do that, you lose everything on the damn hard drive. So um, so I, I don't know whether I'll get round to that again. I'm a busy boy, you now.
2: Well, that's good. But now, you're also appearing at the, the Magic Festival proper uh, the same weekend. So what's your involvement with the, with the festival?
1: I love that festival. Um, if you've never been to South Tyneside, it's just little and friendly and you spend all your time chatting to mates and friends and making new friends. And they've got quite an intelligent Kind of base up there, local guys who are, who, you know, because Newcastle is an island and South Shields and Sunderland, they're uh, an island. They they kind of all get together and mutter, and some of their mutterings they come up with some really good stuff. And uh, of course, David Williamson, he'll be there and other guys. So it's just going to be a fun, fun, fun time.
0: Yeah,
2: it's fantastic. Um, now you've kind of answered my next question I was going to say why South Tyneside not one of the many other conventions that that, that are going on
1: yeah well um, I do get asked that uh, a lot Um, I find myself busy booked for practically for the last for the last what five six years I've been going frenetic and and the crash with the the big dates, you know, like the uh, IBM and all that. So that's the reason I don't appear at the IBM. Um, uh, Blackpool? Well, I really don't like one of the organisers, so I don't go Hon- <laughs> honest, aren't I? <laughs> You're giggling away there. But there's nothing there's no like honesty. Me. Well, no, there isn't. My mum said, you know, to, if you tell a lie, you've got to have a good memory. I just don't like one of the organisers, so why, why head towards uh, another... Row or argument or something, That's a you know.
2: Good answer, enough for me. Now, Paul, yeah. you are a water rat, and obviously, you're actually a past king rat. So, tell tell our listeners how large a part charity plays in your life.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I'm a counsellor of the water rats, and I help them out when I can. I'm a director of the Royal Theatrical Fund. Uh, which is uh, one Dickens. Dickens was one of the founder members, and that's for the more legitimate side of theatre uh, because one occasionally is an actor, D-Boy. Yes. 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 And um, I'm Debbie and I are patrons of uh, the local multiple sclerosis centre in Reading. We help out with children with leukaemia, uh, what else do we get up to? There's, no, there's loads of them. Yeah. Uh, we help if we can. That's it. Fantastic.
2: And you mentioned there uh, briefly that you are actually an actor. Uh, you're recently in pantomime. Uh, may sound like a stupid question, but is it something you enjoy? Uh, and do you actually love do it. any
1: magic in the show? Love it. I love it. I won't put magic in just for the sake of it. Um, the classic tale of pantomime is uh, a woman sitting on a, on a stage and there's a sort of bush, a cut-out bush next to her. And she's, the line was, ''Here I sit all alone.'' I think I'll play my saxophone. And she got a saxophone out from behind this bush (laughs) and played it. And I'm sorry, but that doesn't fit in. If I'm going to do magic in a show, I try to make it fit in with the storyline and the plot and whatever. The oddity was when I was in Moliere in the West End in School for Wives, uh, the director asked me to do a magic trick. He says, uh, just walk on and do a magic trick. And I thought, why would I do that? You know, this is a hundreds-of-year-old play. And he said, well, because Moliere used to go on the streets and pick up uh, street entertainers, we call them buskers, and ask them and put them into his plays." I said, no. And he said, yes. And so I walked on and I did... uh, I did a colour-changing... Oh, I think I I I just banished a handkerchief. And then went, oops, wrong show. And back into the play. And only the British people in the audience laughed and the Americans looked at each other as, as if to say, what the hell is going off, you know? But it was funny for me.
2: <laughs> Great stuff. Now, it truly was a fantastic year for Paul Daniels in advertising uh, last year, namely Tesco's Insurance. Uh, what's next? Are there any new adverts planned?
1: I don't plan adverts. In fact, I don't plan anything <laughs> in my life because it tends to be a bit of a waste of time. I'm on tour, touring around at the moment with a, a little show. I, I much prefer I know people argue and think I'm nuts and all that. But I much prefer small rooms, theatres, hall, village halls even, (laughs) um, than big theatres. I don't know, it's the intimacy of it, I guess, or just the fun fact that everybody knows everybody. So I'm going out with a little show called uh, The Magic of Music, or vice versa, I'm not sure, Music of Magic, I don't know. And um, it's a tiny variety show and I go out and do my my thing with that and dancers and a couple of singers. Uh, I am currently desperately trying to catch up. I've just come back from the hospi- uh, hospital. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> from, from, from Barbados. And uh, it's just a case of my life is fat and full. You might have noticed we've been in a few newspapers in the last week or so.
2: Well, yes, I was going to come on to that. Um, just a quick question. I mean, the British media have described you as a rampant
1: bull, Paul. How, how
2: would you am describe yourself? Am I going to yourself? argue? <laughs> um, um,
1: am I allowed to say rampant bull? Anyway, I don't know. It's, uh, I just think I, it's hysterical. Um, that They make up quotes, and then you're stuck with them for life. you know. But I'm, I defy you to find a man who's going to argue if he's called that. <laughs>
2: It would be a big challenge, I don't think we'd find a,
1: uh, we'd find an answer. <laughs> That's very funny. I mean, what it was, a paparazzi took a picture of me wearing socks and shoes and said, this is Paul on the beach. And I wasn't, I was walking up a high street in Barbados, where I rarely walk with bare feet. But there I, think,
2: we I think you counteracted and... that with a, uh, a, a lovely photograph of you in a balaclava.
1: Which, which Barbados had never ever seen a balaclava before. My cleaner over there, she went absolutely She just killed herself laughing. She'd never seen one.
2: Well, for anyone, she, anyone listening, they can see that on your uh, on your very regularly updated blog at uh, UK. Yeah.
1: Yes, it's, um, it, it was just, I took it as a joke to have a picture taken on the beach anyway in a swimsuit or shorts and the balaclava uh, for my grandchildren, uh, who thought it was hysterical when they saw me wearing one and riddling and where it was freezing. So I thought, oh, this will make them laugh. So I had it with me. So when this paparazzi hit me, I was able to say, you know, I wonder if anybody will know this is me. And uh, we got so well paid over the last couple of weeks by people wanting interviews. I'm telling you, man, I've made more money than working.
2: Well, it sounds good to me. Um, one of your, your your one-man shows, The Magic of Max Malini, has, has been a huge success all over the world. Why Max? Uh, and who would you like to tell us uh, about next?
1: Well, Max Malini was the... Um I mean, the magician's magician. If you read the early writings on magic, the early part of the 20th century, uh, all the best card men would, you know, revere this guy. They couldn't see what he was up to. They couldn't cop where the block of ice came from, the other magicians and all that. So I got my hands on a report by an industrial spy, if you like, that was employed by another magician to go and work with Max and report back and I worked my way through it and I learned so much from studying Max Malini, it's not true I'll be talking a bit about that in the master class at uh, the South Tyneside Convention, did I mention that? Yes I did, and so it's uh, and and uh, the big tips that I picked up from, from studying Malini. So I went and did it because somebody said, we've got a room at the Edinburgh Fringe, would you do something in that room? So I said, yeah, I know what I'll do. And I did Malini. I'd quite like to do uh, Robert but uh, I just don't to have much time at the moment. I'm just performing all the time. No time to prepare other stuff, you know.
2: Well, somebody else in your life uh, from history was uh, one, of, one of my favourites growing up, Wisbit. Uh, I understand he's making a return to our screens.
1: Um, well, I know that they're trying to get it back on screen, but she's de- she's decided if you can't get it back on screen, it'll be out there on DVDs. So, uh, the return of Wisbit. <laughs> Son of Wisbit, I don't know what to Son call of Wisbit. <laughs> 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 yeah... But now he you he actually see him flying through space on his way from the planet of wow. Or should I say, from the planet of wow? Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, Paul Daniels, we're, we're moving quickly to the end of the podcast. Um,
1: Hooray, said hurrah. everybody
2: listening. Oh, don't. Uh, magician, motivator, actor, and, and now masterclass mentor. Uh, and tech symbol. Well, let, let's not mention that, rampant bull. Um, if you had any any advice for someone just starting out in magic, uh, what would that be?
1: Never leave your money in the dressing room. Great advice. Well, yes, practical <laughs> advice. But if you want something uh, that people will think is more sensible but isn't, uh, don't just stick with one kind of magic. I would advise everybody to study uh, sleight of hand, but also study Illusion and stage magic because then, when the customer comes at you and says, Can you make this car appear? you'll be able to say yes. You've got to remember this is a business and you should be able to satisfy all the customers.
2: Great advice. Uh, will you be covering this at the uh, South Tyneside Festival?
1: Um, I might do, but I'm very much an ad lib guy, you know, I, I think of myself as a jazz performer and I shoot off in different directions, something will occur to me and bam, off it goes. That's why no two lectures at you were ever the same. Uh, For all
2: our listeners, uh, if you'd like to find out more about Paul's Masterclass on the 12th of March, uh, you can visit the website, which is pauldanielsmasterclass.co.uk.
1: And I'll be wearing a balaclava.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Paul. (laughs) Thanks for a great interview.
0: (laughs) Take on, mate. Now, as Paul and Andy mentioned, Paul's Masterclass takes place on the 12th of March this year at the Little Haven Hotel in South Shields. Now, you can get all the information about Paul's Masterclass by going to www.pauldanielsmasterclass.co.uk. Now, the Masterclass is running the day before the actual magic convention itself at the weekend. Now, you can also ring Les Williams on 07851. 384042 if you need more information and all these links are on this post in our site as well. The South Tyneside International Magic Festival takes place this March Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th at the Customs House in South Shields. Now all the information is available on our site you can click on the left hand side South Tyneside Magic Festival link and you'll see all the news as we report it. You can also go to the South Tyneside Council site, which also has a lot more information on it as well. Now that web address is www.southtyneside.info slash visitingus slash magic festival. You also find a link to that at the bottom of this podcast entry as well. Now you can get all this information and more on our website at www.magicconventionguide.com dot com.